It's good to have you uh, listening in to the podcast today. Uh, if you're not well, we're praying for you, and I'm glad that you are able to uh, listen in. Now, I want to speak to you today about joy. From John 15, is a scripture verse I want to read, verse 9, 10, and 11. It says, Just as the Father has loved me, I also loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. So I want to talk to you uh, uh, this today about happiness and joy. After all, who isn't seeking happiness and joy? First, I, I must say that there seems to be a lot of joy missing from the average Christian's life. I think it's important that we distinguish these two words, happiness and joy. The reason is so that we realize that we can have joy mixed with unhappiness at times. Did you know that joy is not a recommendation but a commandment? Isaiah calls Jesus a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. But Jesus continually talks about joy. The happiness of this world, folks, is only temporary. You have have you ever uh, been really happy about something only to have that emotion stolen away from you in an instant? A good example of that is you bought yourself a car. Well, you, you're happy. Next day, the engine blows up. What happens? You're not so happy. But you become joyful when you get another car. Now, here's Webster's definition of joy. The emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. So why, as Christians, are we to be joyful? Well, mostly it's because of gratitude. God saved us when we were most undeserving and gave us his promises. Over in 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 4, it says this, For by these he has granted to us his precious promises and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world by lust. And so, here's the biblical formula for joy. Add to your life these ingredients. Gratitude, humility, forgiveness, Faith, 
hope, patience, and love. <clears throat> now, take away these things. Resentment, anger, fear, worry, greed, jealousy, pride, and complaining. And when you get rid of those things, what does that equal? It equals joy. A lot of people think that getting something something will make you that it will make you happy. But we say, if only I had this then I'd be happy. Or I'd I'd be I'd really be happy to have a little more to live on every month. I'm sure everybody probably would. But have you ever really wanted something for a while and then then you got it? Well, it made it made you happy initially, right? But after a while, you realize that it wasn't all you'd hoped it would be. That's why you have to remain in joy. Now, you have to remember that's a part of the fruits of the Spirit, something when you get saved, God gives you. It places in your heart. Remember, love, joy, peace, and long-suffering. So it wastes love and joy, and joy is one of them. Happiness only lasts for just a little while, but joy sticks with you. You'll never be joyful if you keep concentrating on what you don't have rather than being thankful for what God has given you. Now listen to this over in the book of James, uh, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. It says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Now, that's a rough one. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Now, if you're, if you're tired of non-believers picking on you because of your faith, Jesus said in Matthew 5.11, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. He said, Rejoice and be glad because greater is he, greater is your reward in heaven. Paul wrote over in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse 3 through 5, basically the same thing that uh, uh, James was saying. Listen. And not only this, but we also rejoice in our tribulations. And that's a hard thing to do. But you can do it with the, 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 the Lord's help. Knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character. Proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God who has poured out uh, within our hearts through the Holy Spirit that was given to us. And so, <clears throat> so where are you with, with, with the joy in your life? 
Do you feel like the joy has been sucked out of your life? Do you, do you need some help with joy? Well, let's, let's see how the disciples got, got joy. They said, we counted all joy to suffer for Christ. Well, Peter was crucified upside down. Andrew was crucified in a, a, an X shape. James was killed by the sword. John died of old age at Patmos, the Isle of Patmos. Philip was stoned and beheaded. Bartholomew was flayed and beheaded. Thomas was stabbed with spears. Matthew was beheaded. James, the brother of Jesus, was pushed from the roof of the temple. Jude was killed with an axe. And Simon the Zealot was crucified. I remember seeing something uh, about Iraq when the war was going on there. And Christians were lined up to be killed. Uh, on their knees, either shot in the back of the head or beheaded. And the caption was that they all just smiled at each other. You know why? Because they had joy in their hearts, just like those disciples did. Without joy, our lives can be pretty miserable. David was living a miserable life until he came to his senses one day and said, Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salvation, my life. The scripture says, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Amen. God bless you and thank you for listening.